Most of the videos that I create are aimed at helping you to recognize and change patterns that are detrimental to your adult life. Now, of course, what this means is that we have to go back to the origins, back to where these patterns began, why they began, and how they began. Inevitably, this is going to take you back to your childhood. It's going to take you back to your interactions with your primary caregivers. For most people, this means your parents and your family of origin. For the sake of fully comprehending what I'm about to present to you in this video, I'm going to ask you to not debate me or each other for this particular moment on the concept of right and wrong in general. And I want you to look at the idea that the path of awakening is inevitably going to take you in the direction of seeing what your parents did wrong, what those before you did wrong, maybe what society itself is doing wrong. Because until this point of awareness, they are unconsciously instilled in you. Unless you become aware of the, let's call it, wrongness of these patterns, you're going to simply perpetuate it. You're going to pass it on to the next generation. You're going to pass it on to all the people around you. Here's the problem. People are absolutely terrified that if they become aware of these patterns that are detrimental, if they admit to the wrongness of what their parents did, that they will somehow lose connection, love, and closeness with their parents. This means that social cohesion becomes the excuse to make excuses for detrimental patterns, as well as the excuse not to change. This also, seriously unfortunately, means that the majority of people who are automatically drawn towards awakening, being able to see these patterns and changing them, are the people who often didn't feel a sense of belonging, a sense of love, a sense of connection, a sense of closeness. And their willingness to go in this direction is indicative of the fact that they have less to lose. I have to say here that it is not inevitable that when you start on this path of awakening, when you start to look at these detrimental patterns in your family unit, that you will absolutely lose connection and closeness and all of these things. In fact, multi-generational healing is only possible when you are able to step back and really objectively evaluate these patterns within the household. And doing this awakening process, where you're looking at these detrimental patterns and shifting it together, actually can bring you closer to your family. There's a lot of factors that go into why that happens for one family and why it doesn't for another. For those of you that have a dogged determination to hold on to that closeness and belonging with your family to such a degree that you have a very hard time looking at these negative patterns within your family, you're going to have no issue with today's exercise. However, for those of you who feel like any form of connection any form of closeness with your family just leads to pain. Today's exercise is going to challenge you immensely. People are black and white thinkers. There are many reasons for this. The state of cognitive dissonance that is caused by holding contradictory beliefs, ideas, values, or perceptions causes us distress. It makes it very hard for us to feel in alignment and to make decisions that feel right. Here are some examples. We love to smoke cigarettes, but we know they could cause us to develop cancer. We think blacks are poor, but then we run into one at a five-star resort. We love a political candidate and find out that they have sexual kinks that contradict our sense of their character. We find out that someone murdered someone else, but they also run one of the most successful nonprofit companies which just so happened to have saved hundreds of lives. If we see our parents as all good, we have established mental and emotional harmony. 
We can go to Thanksgiving dinner and excuse away or justify any negative pattern we see and feel great about our family. If we see our parents as all bad, we have established also a kind of mental and emotional harmony. We can refuse to go to Thanksgiving dinner and invalidate any positive pattern we see and consider ourselves justified in cutting them off from our life entirely. We begin to feel torn when we see both the positive and negative about them. Awareness is a two-sided coin. We live in a universe that contains a lot of contrast and a lot of polarity. This means that on the path of awareness we have to develop and consciousness. We have to develop the capacity to hold opposing extremes and seemingly contradictory truths. The feeling of being torn between different extremes or seemingly opposing truths feels a lot like being stretched. Now we should pay attention to the sensation of stretching because it often occurs in conjunction with personal expansion. True awakening requires you to expand wide enough to be able to accommodate extremes and contradictions. This in fact makes contradictions complementary. In the moment you acknowledge a contradictory truth or state of being and expand wide enough to be able to hold both, you have disidentified with both extremes. You have ceased to become either or and instead have become the thing that is holding both. By holding both, instead of aspects of yourself being separated by them, you have created a state of integration or wholeness within your being. You have also stepped into the realm of choice. Essentially, AND consciousness becomes the unifying factor. To understand more about this, watch my video titled AND Consciousness, the modern day replacement for the middle way. It is very damaging to not recognize and change these detrimental patterns that have been handed to you by your family, by your parents, by society at large. But you want to know the flip side of this coin. It is also damaging to not recognize and accept the beneficial, positive patterns that have been feeding into the way you are today. Ways that work. As far as expansion is concerned, the idea is to continue patterns that benefit you and to change patterns that don't benefit you. All things in existence contain both polarities of negative and positive. And even that can't be a black and white statement because in some situations what would be negative in one situation is positive in another and vice versa. What does this mean? It means that your parents contain both negative and positive within them. It means they did things right as well as wrong. I want you to understand that when you came into this embodiment you opted into a deck of cards. I will debate you in the future about the value of those low value cards but for the sake of really grasping the concept understand that this deck of cards you inherited upon your birth and upbringing means that some of those cards are crap and some are awesome. For example, let's say you were born Mexican. Being born Mexican may mean you adopted a pattern of constant guilt. However, being born Mexican may also mean you adopted a pattern of festivity. Today, we are going to make a practice of deliberately looking for those awesome cards within the deck. Your assignment for this week is the following to become aware of the positive polarity of your parents, and this includes what they did right. To take this further, just like you do with negative patterns, see how what they did right created a positive outcome in who you are and your life today. For example, maybe your mother did amazing with holidays. She was great at decoration, awesome at gifts, she made it a wonderful time for you, so now you're a kind of person that doesn't have a lot of pain around holidays. You're the kind of person who creates a special occasion for everyone else in your life. You're the person who's awesome at decoration. 
You're the person who can put these things in your ears so you have things to look forward to all year long. Maybe your father was amazing at money. He taught you the value of never being in debt. So maybe today you're one of those very rare individuals who is not in debt and in fact feels financial security instead. So you can grasp this concept better. I'm going to give you some examples from my own life. Both my parents have an incredible work ethic. It is something that they instilled in me very, very young. And it's the main reason why today I have such a high work ethic. Both my parents were animal lovers. I mean obsessed with animals. Not only were they very knowledgeable about them, we had them everywhere. And they also were volunteers for the Humane Society. To say that I have been around animals all my life is about the understatement of the century. I have a vast knowledge about them because of it. I have incredible comfort around them because of it. My life is rich because of it. And also, it's made it so I'm not as uptight and controlling as a person that I probably would be without them being in my life. Neither of my parents ever stood in the way of me achieving something. In fact, their general modus operandi was to get out of the way and let me do whatever the hell I needed to do. Both of them have a high respect for personal purpose and calling. As a result, I'm not burdened by that same internal limitation of the concept of can't like most people are today. Now, if you can't tell, that has served me immensely, and it will continue to do so. To switch this up a bit, I'm going to focus on each of them individually. Let's start with my mother. My mother, who is an activist, refused to raise myself and my brother to be ignorant. Therefore, let's say we ever went on a trip. She refused to let us just sit in a five-star resort. She was the kind of person who wanted to immerse us in the culture of wherever we went, and that meant both good things and bad things. So I remember this one trip when I was in Mexico when we were young. She drug us in the middle of a really poor side of town where I was walking through this collection full of vendors. Now, these people had to take care of very sick loved ones, old people, also sick infants, some of them completely covered in pox. And I watched these street vendors selling at the same time as having these people, these family members, underneath their table so that they could take care of them at the same time. Now, it was shocking for me, and needless to say, in my childhood, I absolutely hated this. <laughs> However, now looking back on it, I think it's the best thing she ever did, because it is a big reason why I am such a humanitarian today, and I don't live in a narcissistic mental bubble of a reality of only what I myself have experienced in life. My mother comes from an intellectual family. She is also a feminist. What does this mean? It means that she celebrated debate. Not only that, I was congratulated and even rewarded for forming very strong opinions. How has this benefited me today? Look at my entire career. I can now stand up on stages confidently sharing my opinion. This is not just a big push in terms of my own personal empowerment. This is also a push for the empowerment of women worldwide. Now let's move on to my father. My father comes from a line of diplomats. As such, he developed a real skill and talent for oration. His speech patterns influenced me. His diplomatic way of dealing with things, especially when it came to communication, his way of teaching, influenced me. My father is the one who gifted me with the power of speech. And by the way, that is the reason why I am able to convey such complex concepts in the universe in a way where you can understand them simply. My father is an incredible skier. He was a ski racer when he was younger. 
It's always the way I'm going to remember him, and it was a great way for us to bond when we were younger. He passed this on to me. He taught me how to ski when I was two years old. <laughs> Skiing saved my life, quite literally, when I was 18 years old. I went on to become a professional skier. And now it's like my favorite way to spend time, besides doing what I love doing most, which is this career. It's also a way that I now bond with my own son. Now it's your turn. And before you get into this, I want to say that if it triggers you to even think about looking at what your parents did right or looking at what's positive about them, I want you to ask yourself why. I want you to ask yourself the following question. What bad thing might happen if I see the good or the right in them? You'll find that when it comes to this type of an exercise, where we're forced to look for the positive or the right in things that we want to completely reject because closeness or connection with them feels too painful, what's actually happening here is that we're adding meaning. So let's say that I see this good thing in my mother, and so it means, what is it? I have to have a close relationship with her. It's wrong that I am deciding to stay separate right now. I mean, what is it that you're making that mean? It's always the meaning you add on top of the experience that is creating that pain or that resistance that you have to doing an exercise like this. For those of you who don't really understand this concept of adding meaning to an experience, I want you to watch my video that is titled, Meaning, the Self-Destruct Button. To do this exercise, get a piece of paper and write down as many positives as you can come up with about your parents and all the things they did right. Then become aware of how those things positively influenced you and positively impacted who you are and your life today. There's also a way to work this backward if it works better for you. You can look at your life right now, the things that you like about yourself, the things that are really working, and trace it backward to see if maybe those character traits or those things that are actually working for you in your life might just originate in things your parents did right. No matter who your parents were or how objectively bad they did at parenting, there are positives and negatives about them. There are things they did right and also things they did wrong. And the person who has the greatest chance at awakening is the person who can see both sides of that coin. The person who sees both sides of that coin has the greatest capacity to see what doesn't work and to discard it and to draw on those resources that actually do exist for positive in your life those positives that came from the influences around you. Have a good week.